So I want to tell you about something that changed my life as a creative person. And it's a quote from Theodore Roosevelt, and it has completely, I mean, I know it sounds cheesy and cliche to think a quote can change your life, but sometimes when you hear something, when you need to hear it and you're ready to hear it, something shifts inside of you. And this is the passage that changed, changes my life. It's not the critic who counts. It's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done it better. The credit belongs to the person who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred with blood and sweat and dust, who at the best, in the end, knows the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, he fails daring greatly. I think when you feel stuck or dissatisfied in your life, it's a signal. And it's not a signal that your life is broken. It's a signal that one of your most basic needs are not being met. Your need for exploration. Everything about your life, about your body, grows. Your cells regenerate, your hair, your nails, everything grows for your entire life. And your soul needs exploration and growth. And the only way you'll get it is by forcing yourself to be uncomfortable. Forcing yourself to get outside. Out of your head, thank you. If you're in your head, you're behind enemy lines. That is not God talking, okay? It's not. In fact, if I put a speaker on it and we broadcast what you say to yourself, we would institutionalize you. You would not hang out with people that talk to you the way you talk to yourself. So get out of your head. So make no mistake, my friends, what we say to ourselves in the privacy of our own minds matters. It drives our behavior, which drives our destiny, which shapes our world. And this isn't just my opinion. Our entire culture has been transformed by people who believe and behave like everything is figureoutable. Think about the Wright brothers. If they hadn't believed human flight was possible, they wouldn't and couldn't have spent even one minute trying to figure it out. If the suffragettes hadn't believed women's voting rights were possible, they wouldn't and couldn't have spent even one minute working to make that a reality. And what we need now, more than anything else, is people who believe in what's possible. I spent the last 12 years studying vulnerability. And that quote was everything I know about vulnerability. It is not about winning, it's not about losing, it's about showing up and being seen. This is who I want to be. I want to create. I want to make things that didn't exist before I touched them. I want to show up and be seen in my work and in my life. And if you're going to show up and be seen, there is only one guarantee, and that is you will get your ass kicked. That is the guarantee. That's the only certainty you have. If you're going to go in the arena and spend any time in there whatsoever, especially if you've committed to creating in your life, you will get your ass kicked. So you have to decide at that moment, I think for all of us, if courage is a value that we hold, 
This is a consequence. You can't avoid it. So vision, vision. Vision is key, you guys. Vision is key. That dream that you just reminisced about, that dream that you thought about when I asked you to close your eyes and think of your dream, that dream is valid. Your dream is valid. Your dream is necessary. There's a reason why you have that burn in your belly and that desire in your heart. There's a reason why you're so passionate about it. It's your purpose. It's what you were created and designed to do. When you were in your mama's womb and you were being knitted together, that was being knitted into your DNA. So that dream is valid. Don't ever lose hope or focus for that. Your dream is valid. Inside every one of us is an unrealized well of potential. What untapped brilliance is sitting in this room right now or watching online? Is the woman that will find the cure for cancer giving up on her dream because she doesn't think she can, can get into med school? Is our next Picasso putting his paints in the attic because when he was eight years old, his teacher said, you have no talent. Is a single mom letting go of the idea of going back to school to get her degree so her kids can have a better life? You might not think you can hack possibility. Neither did J.K. Rowling when she thought of the odds of making a living as a writer. But she went on to create Harry Potter and became one of the most successful authors of our time. Or 15-year-old Jim Carrey living in a van, he just wanted to make it in Hollywood. And even though he didn't have the money, he wrote himself a $10 million check for acting services rendered. Hacked his way there. What about that 108-pound little girl who someone said, you'll never make it as a firefighter, who gets to go on and become a captain and have the privilege of leading 18 girls? You are magnificent. And what makes you magnificent is everything you've previously believed is wrong with you. So think of it like this, you know, for most of your life you live out your existence here in the middle of the chain of human experience where everything is normal and reassuring and regular. But failure catapults you abruptly way out over here into the blinding darkness of disappointment. Success catapults you just as abruptly but just as far way out over here into the equally blinding glare of fame and recognition and praise. One of these fates is objectively seen by the world as bad, and the other one is objectively seen by the world as good, but your subconscious is completely incapable of discerning the difference between bad and good. The only thing that it is capable of feeling is the absolute value of this emotional equation, the exact distance that you have been flung from yourself. And there's a real equal danger in both cases of getting lost out there in the hinterlands of the psyche. But in both cases, it turns out that there is also the same remedy for self-restoration, and that is that you have got to find your way back home again as swiftly and smoothly as you can. And if you're wondering what your home is, here's a hint. Your home is whatever in this world you love more than you love yourself. So that might be creativity, might be family, might be invention, adventure, faith, service, might be raising corgis, I don't know. Your home is that thing to which you can dedicate your energies with such singular devotion that the ultimate results become inconsequential.
the question I want to leave you with today is this. What would you do if you held this idea to be true? What would you create or heal or transform or transcend? Who might you become? Because if we start to think about our creative challenges and our life challenges and our collective challenges in this way that everything really is figureoutable, it all starts to change. We go from feeling defeated and overwhelmed and broken to feeling courageous and capable and full of hope. I believe we must teach this to ourselves and to each other and to our children and to our children's children. Because there will be moments in your life when an opportunity is presented to you to do something or say something or change something. And I want you to make a promise to yourself right now that from this day forward, you won't waste one more minute of one more day saying to yourself, I don't know how to do that. Or I don't know if I have what it takes to be that. Because you and I both know in our heart of hearts, yes, you do. You are divinely blessed and infinitely capable. And there is no fate, no circumstance, no situation that can hinder the unstoppable power of your human soul.